Mountains. The moon was gone, and there was rain, so fine then it was only a tingle on the skin. The child was four or five, long-legged, and Doll couldn't keep her covered up. But she chafed at her calves with her big rough hand, and brushed the damp from her cheek and her hair. She whispered, Don't know what I think I'm doing. Never figured on it. Well, maybe I did. I don't know. I guess I probably did. This sure ain't the night for it. She hitched up her apron to cover the child's legs and carried her out past the clearing. The door might have opened, and a woman might have called after them. Where are you going with that child? And then, after a minute, closed the door again, as if she had done all decency required. Well, Dahl whispered, we'll just have to see. The road wasn't really much more than a path, but Dahl had walked it so often in the dark that she stepped over the roots and around the potholes and never paused or stumbled. She could walk quickly when there was no light at all, and she was strong enough that even an awkward burden like a leggy child could rest in her arms almost asleep. Lila knew it couldn't have been the way she remembered it, as if she were carried along in the wind and there were arms around her to let her know she was safe, and there was a whisper at her ear to let her know that she shouldn't be lonely. The whisper said, I got to find a place to put you down. I got to find a dry place. And then they sat on the ground, on pine needles, doll with her back against a tree, and the child curled into her lap against her breast, hearing the beat of her heart, feeling it. Rain fell heavily. Big drops spattered them sometimes. Doll said, I should have known it was coming on rain, and now you got the fever but the child just lay against her, hoping to stay where she was, hoping the rain wouldn't end. Doll may have been the loneliest woman in the world, and she was the loneliest child. And there they were, the two of them together, keeping each other warm in the rain. When the rain ended, Doll got to her feet, awkwardly with the child in her arms, and tucked the shawl around her as well as she could. She said, I know a place. The child's head would drop back, and Doll would heft her up again, trying to keep her covered. We're almost there. It was another cabin with a stoop and a dooryard beaten bare. An old black dog got up on his forelegs, then his hind legs, and barked. And an old woman opened the door. She said, No work for you here, Doll. Nothing to spare. Doll sat down on the stoop. Just thought I'd rest a little. What you got there? Where'd you get that child? Never mind. Well, you better put her back. Maybe. Don't think I will, though. Better feed her something, at least. Doll said nothing. The old woman went into the house and brought out a scrap of cornbread. She said, I was about to do the milking. You might as well go inside. Get her in out of the cold. Doll stood with her by the stove, where there was just the little warmth of the banked embers. She whispered, You hush. I got something for you here. You've got to eat it. But the child couldn't rouse herself, couldn't keep her head from lolling back. So Doll knelt with her on the floor to free her hands and pinched off little pills of cornbread and put them in the child's mouth, one after another. You've got to swallow. The old woman came back with a pail of milk. Warm from the cow, she said. Best thing for a child. That strong, grassy smell raw milk in a tin cup. Doll gave it to her in sips, holding her head in the crook of her arm. 
Well, she got something in her if she keeps it down. Now I'll put some wood on the fire and we can clean her up some. When the room was warmer and the water in the kettle was warm, the old woman held her standing in a white basin on the floor by the stove, and Doll washed her down with a rag and a bit of soap, scrubbing a little where the cats had scratched her, and on the chigger bites and mosquito bites where she had scratched herself, and where there were slivers in her knees and where she had a habit of biting her hand. The water in the basin got so dirty, they threw it out the door and started over. Her whole body shivered with the cold and the sting. Knits, the old woman said. We got to cut her hair. She fetched a razor and began shearing off the tangles as close to the child's scalp as she dared. I got a blade here. She better hold still. Then they soaped and scrubbed her head, and water and suds ran into her eyes. And she struggled and yelled with all the strength she had and told them both.